welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Luke, and I'm here with the Lockwell. How you boys doing? Yo. I am doing well. And uh, today's uh, question is brought to you by work. Oh, also a newsflash for the listeners who have been following us for a long time. I, I left my job that uh, I've been complaining about for these past two years on the podcast. <laughs> so um, I guess it was that. But the question is, um, and again, this is not pertaining to like regular apps. So like, you know, your phone, like your, the phone app, the like a messenger app, like all these things will still be on your phone. But things that are like originally installed on your phone that come to your phone but are not necessities are not going to be there. Like maps, for example. So the question is, if you can only have three apps on your phone, what would they be besides calling and texting? So those are already included. But anything else, three apps. Twitter. I'm so sorry to repeat the question. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so basically like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your, your phone, okay, like your phone, you know how, how it comes with default apps, right? Eliminate all of those besides the call and text app, and then you get to choose three more apps to have on your phone, and that's it. And you're not allowed to look at your phone while you're doing this, because I think that's cheating. Because like the, the, the thing about this question is you have to like be able to just think about the three apps that are like most essential to you. Yeah, like Twitter. And... Ooh. What's your other two? Wait, but like, this doesn't like like if there's an app for let's say like a service that I use, like I can just access that on my desktop, right? Sure, yeah, but like, yeah, it's it's just, it's just your phone. It's just my phone. Okay, well maybe so I, take the, tw- like I, I take the Twitter. I take here. the Twitter thing back. Actually, no, I need something to scroll. I would probably keep Twitter. That's an essential. And then I don't really use too many apps. If I'm being honest. Um. Okay, I have my one. You want? Do you want to? You you got you got to go for all three. Bro. All three? You can't. You can't like. Yeah, man. Like I don't want to influence your decision. Already, yeah. I feel like I have two. Like I, I know two of my three, but like. Okay, I think I'd go with like Twitter Maps for sure. Which one? Google. Duh. Not Waze. No, 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 no. Google's like Waze is just good for driving. That's it. Like if you're lost, like you're still gonna need maps. Um, so yeah, Twitter maps, and then my last one would probably be like my camera app. Oh shit! I totally did not think about that. Those are the three that I would. Oh that I would fuck! Keep. Yeah, yeah, I would be fucked without the camera. App. <laughs> 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 I did not think about that at all. Jesus. <laughs> Full disclosure, I cheated, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't, you ain't trying. Uh, <laughs> mail app, uh, a sports app, and my banking app. Everything you said, though, can conveniently be accessed to a laptop. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. Wait, what was the question that, that can't be accessed through a laptop? No, like, like, like it's. I'm just saying, like, is, is there nothing more convenient that you want to have with you that, you know, it's like... Is better for like functional day to day living. Every day I wake up, first thing I do is check my mail. Okay. Right after that, probably check uh, some sports shit. <laughs> and on the days where shit is popping, I'm gonna check my bank app. 
Uh, I guess I don't take it that much, but <laughs> I just think it's. I I see. I definitely see the um the mail and sporting app for you. The the banking one, I was like, eh, that that one to me could be like more of a throwaway, I guess. Yeah, I mean maps. I'll, I'll go with maps then, but yeah, like mail and sports for sure. Like the third one was kind of. Oh, I just opened my uh, my phone. And I was like, oh, what, what's something here? But yeah, like sports. Oh, sorry, uh, maps. That's cool. I go. Out. I think I I I would go for YouTube for sure. Camera. <sighs> Forgot about that. Yeah, and then the third you one. Just on your laptop, are you? Yeah, no, but sometimes you're just in bed and you want to like watch yeah. a video before you go to bed and your laptop's downstairs. I fully feel like at this point, like I watch YouTube like 70 to 80% on my phone in comparison to my laptop. I don't know I why, but like... The screen is too small for me. The screen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I even prefer to watch it on TV than my laptop. <laughs> I, you I, guys prefer, tell. <laughs> I prefer TV over laptop for sure too, but like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like for you, your laptop is only work. And gaming, yeah. But I don't really game as much anymore, yeah. Yeah, I feel like for you, you have that, like, yeah, like if you're on your laptop, like, I don't think you're, like, yeah, dude, if, but work. If, if this question was back in high school, the third app would definitely be, like, a game. Porn or maybe hub. a game would replace YouTube. Pornhub. Does Pornhub have an app? I'm sure. I'm sure. Ooh, browser app. I just realized, like, as he said Pornhub, I was like, woo, the third one might have to be browser. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, Spotify or maybe, like, Mail or maybe, like... Okay, no, I take off Twitter and do Spotify. I think that's what I would do. But then what's your scrolling app? I don't need it. Not that important. Yeah, okay. Okay. Scrolling app is not a priority. Yeah, Luke, you answered. What was your three? I thought YouTube, YouTube, camera, for sure. And then the third one would either be like Spotify, Maps, or browser. But like now, like, don't you brought give a browser. Three options for your third one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> okay, fine. Now that you brought up browser, it has to be browser. It has to be browser. Okay, I'll modify mine to browser too. So, uh, mail, sports, browser. Okay, yeah, I see that. I see that. But, bro, you actually brought up something that I thought was kind of funny because, like, Aria was like, oh, no scrolling app. And uh, the first thing I thought was, like, what are you going to do on the toilet? And, bro, I don't know if you remember this. Shampoo. But, like, I, dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, shampoo. The shampoo? You will never understand this fucking thing that Aria just said, bro. I fully yeah, remember. Like, having to take, like, a shit and then, like, Sometimes, you know, it's like not a short nothing shit. To read, bro. So you have nothing to do. And then now you start reading random shit. Like you're picking up like the shampoo bottle in the bathtub next to you and reading the back. You've never done that, dude? Never. I'm like okay. so no, 99 babies. Wait, so <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 99 babies. Wait, so like when you were young and you didn't have a phone and you went to take a shit, what did you do? You just stared? Play with my imagination. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. No, I would read shampoo bottles, soap bottles. I'd yeah. fucking read, like, any boxes yeah. that were left. Like, sometimes I'd pick, like, paper out of the trash, like, because it had, like, words so, on it. So many of those uh, TP at Toronto Public, like, library TPL, yeah. like, like, Garfield Punk comics probably have some parts of my fecal matter on there. <laughs> like, really? I would be reading those the on the is, toilets every day, the key bro. is to keep some comics in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like that, uh, the, when you forget to take something into the bathroom, that's when you have to resort to the shampoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucks yeah, that I, you say, I have some of that. my best thoughts on the toilet seat, like fully. Really. 
Like I, I remember a couple times where I've come out of the toilet, like fucking just bursting with the idea of like, yo, I'm gonna go tell Luke and I'm sleepy. Like this still happens. It's like he, he, he reduces it. He, he takes space out of his body to make space for ideas. Oh, <laughs> you're lying. There's no There's way. This is what he's Yeah, it does. Wait, so you wait, so fully you would leave. <laughs> wait, so you would like. Like, like the toilet was the shower for you, I guess. <laughs> like, that's that's what I was gonna say. The bathroom in general is just a very therapeutic place for me. It's like you know, it's just quiet. I imagine yeah, yeah. D's right. office in the future is designed after a big toilet. <laughs> it's just like that's, just that's tile everywhere, problem. sinks every two feet, like lots of mirrors, lots of mirrors. You know, nice like a lot of natural well well folded towels. You know, like the little like cute folded towels. You know what? That is a good point. It's like, why is it that the shower is a thinking space, but like not the sink or the toilet? Yeah. Well, the toilet is like, how can I think, man? My brain is just under so much pressure. <laughs> how do you think? Oh, right. Like, <laughs> keep in mind, like all the thinking, like is after you're done shitting. Because when you're shitting, you're not doing anything else. You're not even listening to music. You're too focused on like shitting. Yeah, like, it's wait, always wait, that. Wait. Like, but like you don't leave after you're done. I usually chill there. Hell no. Oh, like, okay. I get lost in the oh. toilet all the time. Like, all the, okay. like I'm not, like, a quick shitter. Do you, like, unless, do you, do like, I have something flush? else to do. Do you flush and then sit? Yes. And then I flush, like, three times after I shit as well. So that, you're... That, what? Okay. okay, that's... Like, yeah. Like, I won't even... I'm not gonna call niggas out right now. But, like, I... Like, I like after I shit, like, I stay. Like, I flush two to three times. Like, you know, like I wash my hands, like I'll dry, I might sit back down again. Like, this is like me. I might sit back down again. <laughs> no, I mean, Why I'm, would I'm, you sit back I'm down thinking again? About that, right? I'm thinking about like, for, okay, I, this is going to probably sound gross, but for some reason, to me, it's weirder that you finish shitting, flush, and then sit there versus finish shitting, the shit is in the toilet, and then you're sitting there. For some reason, like, the first one is weirder than the latter. Like the latter like you one, chose like, to flush and you you weren't like okay this is done now I'm washing my hands and leaving you're like flush let me like see where this goes <laughs> like like no sometimes like if if my you know business is too big I'll flush multiple times because no, I I have a fear I think of I always I always flush multiple times not even my business like I just always feel like flushing like I don't know so in you're my the head, reason. I feel like. Right. You're the reason why our water bill is so high. No. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, in my head, like, sometimes I feel like the second flush helps take the smell away. I don't think that makes sense, but, like, I always do that. But, like, I was going to say, the main reason, like, I feel like most of the time when I sit back down again, it's like, maybe I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Like, I'm on my phone, I'm watching a video, and I'm just, or I'm reading something, I'm like, fuck, like, if I leave here, then I'm out of the zone. So, like, I'm just going to sit back down and finish mm-hmm. that. And then leave. But, like, again, like, yeah, like, me in the toilet, like, you can ask my girlfriend, like, especially specifically when I'm at the house, like, I think when I do when I get back from work, too, like, every time I get back from work, like, the first thing I do is, like, just go in the washroom and, like, just sit down and, like, decompress. And then it's, like, it's, like, I turn, it's, like, the, the best place for me to, like, take off work. And then when I come out of the washroom, it's, like, all right, let's go. I'm ready to relax. Like, but, like, I don't know. I always get this sense of relief. I'm sure everybody does. Like, after you take a shit, like, it's just so peaceful in that moment. Anyways, I might be doing the most now, but yeah. yeah I, I, I shit in the toilet for a bit. <laughs> okay. Very, very, uh, damn, very, uh, <laughs> very, uh, this is good to know. Yeah. Now I'm just going to be thinking whenever we go to the bathroom, I'm going to be thinking about this. 
Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't even want to say something else and dive back into this. I was, I was like, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Very, very interesting shit tactics. Um, cool. Yeah. So, um, on other bathroom topics, because, um, the, by the way, this like my initial topic we were going to talk about, we can talk about it, but like me and D, I feel like ran this, like, like ran through this on our own. Okay. But um, ba- basically, like the, the topic we were gonna bring up is like who who would win, like some like really good like NBA shooters, whether it's like a three point shooter or a two point shooter, I don't know, like just really good shooters, right? Like Steph, like whatever, like a like a like a duo of those guys or like frat boys, and who would they win in like a beer pong game? Mm-hmm. I, okay, you did ask me this, and my immediate like knee jerk reaction is the frat boys. Yeah, and like and then and that was the stance I was on too. But D was yeah. bringing up this point that like just like hand-eye coordination is just something that's like a skill, and it's like yeah. it just like it just translates like no matter like what you're doing, and I, I I can definitely see that as well. I guess my question is, like I think ultimately because like the way we brought this, we we concluded on this is it depends on the format of the tournament. If it's like a one, it's if it's like a sudden death match, I think the frat boys got it just because they are used to that terrain. But if it's like a tournament format where there's like a lot of people and like they go to the finals, I think eventually the NBA players would just like it would just click. I think it's a good team. Yeah, that's a good I think team. like I think that's like my conclusion on that topic. But. Yeah, no, no, like and I agree. And like I was just gonna say like the reason because I remember the big thing like you guys and this might be a straw man argument, <laughs> but like I was gonna say the reason because you guys were like oh no like basketball is different like it's a it's a net. Like, you know, that's like 10 feet in the air and it's a ball going through the net. That's different. Like, bro, like, we throw, like, as kids, like, you know, like, <laughs> throwing a t- toilet paper inside the trash <laughs> and feed it. It's like, oh, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're good at basketball. Or, you know, just like, we have. Dude, what's it called? This that is little... way sillier than a straw man argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is it's not good. I'm just telling you, like, my thing. We have, like, a basketball hoop in our house on uh, the back of uh, Arya's room door. Like, shooting that hoop does not mean any of us is going to be. Like, I don't know. We, we feel like we can make that the most times. You're going to be the best at basketball. Even though, like, that in no way. Like, you get what I yeah. mean? Like, real basketball hoop and a real basketball ball, like, very different from that. Yeah. But we just feel like, yo, that skill of being able to see a target and get something through it, like, if you can get that with, like, you know, something little, yeah, you can get yeah. that with something big kind of thing. And that's kind of where I was just thinking, oh, like, hand-eye coordination, like, specifically, like, that's, like, a transferable skill. But, like, I'm open to being wrong. Like, I, like, I think, like... Like what you guys were mentioning, because we're saying two professionals, like professional beer punk, <laughs> professional beer punk player being a like professional. <laughs> yeah, no, they get paid, know, they get paid in clout and pussy. Like, that's what frat boys get paid. Wait, no, what, did you, like, what did you mean right on the board? There was a way we phrased it on the board. What, what is it? Um, a proper, like, North American, American, North American frat boy. Yeah, yeah. Proper North yeah, I think that's a, a proper North American frat yeah. boy. I feel like those, that's what you call a professional beer punk. Because you know what it is? Like, Aria is, like, I would say, like, Aria is, like a, a, like, a pretty good beer punk player. And, like, there are people who will play Aria, and it's, like, you miss once, you lost the entire game. You know what I mean? Like, you miss yeah. once, and then the other duel just go, like, back to back to back, balls back, yeah. balls back, balls back, balls back, yeah. and you just lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, I think it's one of those things where it's, like, in any given game or activity or sport, like I'm not, I'm not going to call beer pong a sport. 
but like in any sort of like activity, like there's my, there's like this idea of like mind muscle connection. Right. So it's like the fact yeah. that like a beer pong ping pong ball is so much lighter than like a basketball. Yeah. And then the terrain is a little bit different and like all these things. Now, if you were like, and this is what I would, this is what I would be genuinely interested in. I hope we make a shit ton of money so I can eventually produce this one day. But like, if we gave like, uh, like some NBA guys, like a couple of like weeks to practice, you know, but then the conditions are, it has to be in like a frat boy territory. It's a house party. They're drinking and there's music. You know what I mean? Gotta be it has that, like, that's the terrain. It's like, I would genuinely be interested to see like, I, I think like the basketball players would have a good chance then. You know what I mean? Like in that, in that circumstance yeah. sort of thing. I was going to say like, for me personally, like I gotta be tipsy to be good at beer pong. Like, like when I'm too sober, I'm doing the most and thinking too much and like, you know, a little bit to evolve. But when I'm tipsy, I'm just kind of letting it rip. I was going to say, Arya is the best of the three of us in this house. And he's a better basketball player of the three of us as well. And you're the worst and you're the worst I basketball mean, player. <laughs> this is a so I, like, that's <laughs> Okay. That's Wait. not a contest. That's not a contest. Like, like, there's not really a lot of competition going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's better between you and Adam? Adam's way better. In like, basketball. I, I basketball. Beer pong were pretty comparable. I don't think Adam's not that good at beer pong. Yeah, Adam and I. Uh, so at my, I've, at my I've birthday played, last year. You and Adam before you. At my birthday last year, Adam and I went on a tear. No one could beat us. I remember, and we had to just like leave because no one else was getting a chance to play. So, like no one, you know, the one where it's like you beat everyone, and then it's like nobody yeah. wants to play anymore. Like it was that yeah, situation. Yeah. So we just. I think leave. I do remember. This was at the cottage, right? Yeah, I, think I do remember. Yeah, this. and like, I remember I played with Celeste, or I think that was yeah. her name. I, no, not Celeste. Was that it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or, the other girl. Oh, like dude, I remember. And then me, me and D became GMs. <laughs> we were like, we have to find the best. <laughs> the best combination. You guys gave yeah. up on your playing career yeah. to pursue. We were like, we're like, we not taking Adam and Aria down. We're, we're selecting two players that might have a chance. Well, yeah, no, I didn't remember that. Yeah, no. But yeah, like all of this, again, these are very like stupid arguments. Yeah. <laughs> we, do need prof- we do need professionals to go I don't know. I think it would be a good. Man, we need to write all these things down, like all these like little dumb. Uh, I don't want us to become content creators, though. But dude, <laughs> but like I was like, I, this I, is this is like TikTok stuff that like niggas <laughs> be doing, like all these stupid shit that we're talking about. But genuinely, if you're a TikTok content creator, like yeah, like use our ideas and send us back the proceeds. Genuinely though, like it would be cool. I don't know, man. I'm at my current job. Maybe like if I get high enough up and like we 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 do something with the Raptors, maybe I can pitch that. You know, like. As like a dumb idea yeah. or something like a UFT sports yeah. or something. <laughs> the I don't know. Like, I, I, I that would actually be so cool. That would be so cool. <laughs> Look at the excitement you know, on these. Okay, I love it. Too, right? Like I just thought about this, and I don't know if like, uh, like you guys are thinking about this, but like, who are we to say that these basketball players were not like frat boys? They probably were, because it's like they're they're jocks, right? It's like. Yeah. They are jocks. Are they That's like, so true. Are they Frat really not boys are jocks. Like they might be playing beer pong. Like they might be. Yeah. Oh but I think I thought that I, I assumed in the argument that they just like they they don't regularly play. Okay. Or like let's say they're I'm thirty. Sure they they're thirty five and they haven't played in like since since college. Yeah, but like that I was my assumption. That was my. Assumption. They were former jocks. 
Like they were they were in uni at some point. They yeah, but like, if you don't play pong for like fifteen years, they're not gonna be good. Bro. That's true. That's true. I don't think like yeah, that's not it's not a significant enough like factor to like make a big difference. I think. Yeah, but like in my mind, I'm thinking these are the same dudes that when they were younger and playing bear pong regularly, they were the best. Probably Does that makes sense. Probably yeah. I can see yeah. that. Because That's like funny, bro. That, <laughs> the point you made right now is like spot on. Frat boys, like for the most part, are jocks, or that's the stereotype at least. You know, I imagine there are a lot of frat boys that aren't jocks, but majority of them would be, and it's kind of like, oh yeah. And, I mean, bro, like, there's probably like some guy out there who's like, yo, I beat like Steph Curry in like a beer pong game, <laughs> and that he holds on to that. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like that's his thing, yeah. right? <laughs> that's, I, if that was me, I would too. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I saw this video of Michael B. Jordan getting an interview done on like a red carpet, and it was just like uh, this this young lady um, interviewing him or whatever, or a young lady his, around his age, whatever. Anyways. Uh, you know, she's telling you, saying all these nice things and everything. She's like, oh, we have history. We go way back, like all the way in high school, right? And, you know, she's like giggling and laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, the, I was the corny kid, right? That's what you used to say. You used to call me the corny kid. Like, like I was a corny kid, right? Yeah, you remember that, right? And then she was like, no, I never said that. Like, no. Jeez. And then it kind of dived into like, oh, we were just playing around, you know, it was the name and everything. Uh, he was really like nice about it. He ended up still finishing the interview, answering her question. Yeah. But he did not <laughs> fail to like let her know that he remembered. Yeah. He's like, kind of crazy. Can we, that's what, <laughs> can, like, we, can we turn this into a topic? What? Sure. Yeah. I don't know, but like, I guess like. Is is being a cool kid in high school like a curse? Like, how many cool kids in high school have fully a curse? Come out to, fully like, a curse. To actually be cool. It's not, and, no, like, it's not always. Like, it's not like, always a curse, right? Like, you look at a lot yeah, of the, not, okay, a lot of the celebrities, always, like a lot of the athletes right now. They were top shit in like college and high school, right? Like that was that was their thing. You know what I mean? But there is something to be said about people who hit their peak in high school, yeah. and that we can turn that into a topic. I, but it makes yeah, sense, yeah. right? Because when you think about it, what matters in high school generally does not matter in real life. Yeah. So it's like you grow up in this condition where you're being celebrated for these things that you think are really important, but in reality, they're like kind of not. And then like yeah. you grow up and then you're just confused. You're like, whoa, like why am I like not getting this validation anymore? And I think usually that, res- that leads to like resentment and bitterness and that never is like, because like think about it, right? Like genuinely, like what is like, things that make you popular in high school i guess like being good looking i guess good looking sports, sports um being too cool for school having like your parents having money i guess having a car <laughs> having a car yeah. yeah being funny honestly though it's being like, funny it's, takes you far no matter where you are in life though but that's what like what is it that makes like a popular kid popular like i genuinely like i'm thinking about it right now and it's like is it just like it's your w- family's wealthy? W you have Riz, bro. You have Riz. You have W Riz. No high schooler has good Riz. No high schooler has good Riz. Like they have high schooler okay. Riz. That's, but that's what we're talking about. It's like yeah. you know, that's like high school Riz, about, right? and then they don't develop that Riz, and then they don't get praised for the Riz anymore. Hi- high schooler no Riz is Luke, like who is Luke? Who is your? Who is the coolest person in your high school? Let's just start there. 
My, my high school was very different, bro. The coolest kids know, in my high school that's, were... That's why, that's why I want to know the coolest. I want Luke to answer this. Like, all right, like, I, I feel like I have a good idea. I feel like Adam was cool in your high school. I want to like know... The like, coolest kid the coolest in my high, high school, she ended up, like, getting into Harvard, but she didn't go. No, that's who the coolest kid is now. Like, is no, she in, the coolest even kid in, in high school. school? Like, my high school okay, was, not a, was... Not a girl, like a dude. A dude... No disrespect to the woman, we love you, but like I meant like a dude. I just I, I don't think there was like a popular like for example, like I would say like in high school, like me and William are pretty popular. And like we're not like stereotypical popular kids. Like, <laughs> like we ran clubs. Luke, you're cool. Okay, like I was gonna I was uh, not that I was gonna cool say I was school, I was by bro. far the coolest kid in my school. Yeah, like I don't think like <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just, just saying that. You know, I was definitely the cool hey man, oh, just actually, just for notice, just for notice, I won prom king. I was prom king. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Were you actually? I was, yeah. Well, oh, there you go. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you were Ari is a very man. charismatic guy, man. Like that like Yeah, he is. He is in fairness. I, I will say maybe like, but that's why I didn't want to ask Arya. Like I feel like Arya's answer was like like I didn't need that. So in my high school, there might be one guy who was kind of cool, but like, I guess he was kind of like, he was cool because he was very mysterious in a way. Like, so I'm not going to say his name. Mysterious people are we're not like, cool. we're not tight at all. So like, I don't want to like, I don't know if he'd be comfortable with this. I don't know. I honestly have no idea what he's doing now. I know for a fact he's he doesn't not. doesn't give a shit about you. I know for a fact he's not doing the thing that I'm about to talk about, but basically he was good at soccer. And he actually went to Europe to like he was invited to Europe to try out for some of like the programs from like Real Madrid and stuff. So he like never really was around school. Like whenever he was there, he was a he was a chill, kind, cool guy. But yeah, he was just very mysterious because he was like, oh dude, like this guy's like out of Europe, like in the summer, like, you know, like trying out for these teams and stuff. But I guess he was pretty cool, you know, like all things considered, sort of thing. Yeah, like I was just trying to like I asked that question just to try and hear like what made him cool. Like, like he kind of just answered that, like him just being super mysterious. And I do think like check that is one of the things that makes you wait. What, like, who was cool. the coolest school at your like boarding school? At my boarding school, it was him. Ooh, no, fuck <laughs> no! I was a lame. I was definitely a lame in boarding school. I hated my life and myself. Um, <laughs> you were what? Shut kids. it. I, I said no. Like I said in boarding school, I hated myself and my life. I was a lame. I was fully a lame. Like a oh, school. lame. Um, yeah. The coolest kids in my boarding school were like, <laughs> I remember they wore like Jordans, like all black, like ones, mm-hmm. uh, like this is like I one dude comes to mind right now. <laughs> he has a kid right now too, which <laughs> is mm-hmm. funny. But, like, he used to, like, throw parties. Or, like, he was always there at the parties. He was always around the prettiest girls. Like, he didn't even play sports. He was, I wouldn't even say he was the prettiest nigga, but he was, like, a, you know, a pretty nigga. Like, he had, like, a cool name. Like, you know, like, he was just, like, a cool dude. Like, in fairness to me, like, I'm, like, I feel like I sound like I'm hating a little bit. Like, yeah, he was cool. Like, he was a cool dude. Like, had cool hair, cool shoes, always with the prettiest girls in the school. I think... At least maybe to me, that's what made him cool to me. That makes you cool like, immediately as a guy in high school. Like, like bro, no, like, no guys got like, like, not in high school. So. 
Like that was like, out of like that was out of commission, bro. If you had pussy in high school, it's because like you were dating like a girl for like three years. Like there was no guy yeah. like but like I feel like for a fact, like we heard about guys from other high schools getting pussy, bro. Like that's how legendary <laughs> yeah, that was. Luke, Luke went to high school bro, in a low risk environment. So <laughs> that's why I wanted to know. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Luke is like oh me and William. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's like William is cool is now. You don't feel like that. Like if you were in high school and you were getting like girls, like that was like yeah, such no, an insane. It's a like, staple. It's it's definitely yeah. a stamp. And then if you were yeah. getting laid, that was like another level. It's like oh wow, like he's getting girls and, if you were, and he's getting. If you're getting laid by college girls, what? <laughs> Whoa, that's like Jesus. <laughs> that's and like, if you yeah, think about Jesus, it, exactly. What? That was you, like if you think about it. One of the reasons why I was like. It became some good friends with Ari. Say that one more time with, with English. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just like, I was going to say, like, one of the reasons I became very good friends with Ari at the start, not anymore, oh, yeah. was, <laughs> was because he knew a lot of pretty girls, man. I was like, she was like, I was like, I was Oh, so, that's yeah. hilarious. True. That is true. You, you, so I believe, I believe that yeah, you were a coolest kid. And again, I've been very transparent with this, and I've let him know. No, I, just, I mean, no, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was pretty dorky. Sometimes, I guess it was just charming. Or no, the other day I made a joke uh, about people liking me, and uh, one of my friends was like, "Yeah, no, like, how can someone not like you?" I was like, "It's really just pity." That's really what it is. What <laughs> you know? They think I'm just too special. I don't so they know. like me. And what's wait? What do you I mean? Don't know that. That's not you, bro. <laughs> that's but not it's okay. You can think it's you, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry, it's I feel like this no was one. all of a sudden brought in, and I don't want to ignore this. What is this random pessimism? No, well, no, like, it was a what? joke. It was mainly brought in as okay, a joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, Arya, like seeing you and Pity, you and Pity don't go together. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think anyone pities you, bro. Like you, like, <laughs> like I'm not. Your, I, and, and you know what? Like I'm not even saying that as in like you're not a person who deals with hard circumstances. It's like I For think sure. you put yourself in a position to not be pitied. Like sure, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like the type of person who's like I might be going through shit, but like. I do not want pity. Like I, like I, I guess will handle this. You know, when we're just like humping each other, that's a reason to feel pity. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I guess that's a different. That's a different like. Thing, yeah. D, don't raise your eyebrows. Like okay. But, wait, I was gonna say though. I feel like back to the high school thing. Um, maybe the reason why high school people don't succeed later on in life is I think people in high school who are like quote unquote popular, they're the best at emulating pop culture. Because you were talking about Jordans and like all this stuff, right? And I think when you like, uh, and this is a thought I had just now in my drunken state. So please do not like, so, so not drunken, tipsy correct. state. I like, like that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say this. I want to hear what your thoughts are, but I feel like high school is almost like a test of fitting in. Like who's the best at fitting in? Like who's the best at following like what society prescribes and like, who's the best at doing that. Right. Mm. But then when you get into adulthood, it's the people who are unique and make their own path that really win. Right. It's like, the out uh, the outliers who like whether in high school they wanted to or they were forced to be an outlier they saw things differently so as life goes on like you know like they got to like create their own shit and when people grow older there's so many people trying to follow like follow pop culture because the other thing about high school is like it's a very limited scope of people right so it's like you think yeah you think it's a whole world but it's such a small thing 
And then you go into real world and you're like, oh, bro, like, at, like there's like a thousand chads. It's like 10,000, like, you know, like, like, uh, like Jennifer's or whatever. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's no longer yeah. unique. And then like some girl is like, hey, yo, I like making pottery with like about like butts. And you're like, whoa, like I've never, I've never seen butts. that before. Like, yeah. Yeah, let me check out some of your work. You know what I mean? But like how many girls are like social media managers? It's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. No, you're, you're, I think that's a spot on observation. At least I agree with that. Like, I think, yeah, a lot of high school is about fitting in emulating pop culture like i think like a lot of high school kids like we're super sheltered right like being able to uh have like a late curfew and go to the party is like a big deal in high school like you know because like a lot of parents you know don't allow that and all the cool kids are the ones that are always at the parties and then it's like once you're out of high school in uni it's like everyone's at a party <laughs> like you're, you're you're not special for going to a party anymore like you know what i mean you're special for being the standout person in the party you know what i mean but not special for just making it to the party or throwing the party kind of thing as an example right but yeah i think that's a good observation like just yeah those are like the people who like later in life and like let me know if i'm like off with this but like i feel like those are the same people who later in life party for the sake of partying because it's yeah. like I feel like even now, like at our age, there is still like something to be said about partying for the sake of partying. Like we don't go to a lot of parties, right? But it's like, like now I think usually when we go to parties, it's for a good reason. Like yeah. there's something specific to celebrate, where it's a unique event, or something like that. It's it's kind of lame now. Like we don't have any friends who are just like it's Friday, go out. I don't you know what think, I mean. Well, no, like that's not a bad thing. Is it like you can go out for like <laughs> drinks and bars and things like right. that's fine. You know, like that's not really a party. But it's like truth is partying for the sake of partying. We just don't have time for that anymore. It's not even a matter of it yeah. being lame or whatever. Yeah. It's just like when do we have the time to do that? Like if you had time and you had money that. and you had good people around you, be like, yeah, let's go to a bar. Why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. let's get together. Like if you, if you don't got shit to do. But when you got shit to do, yeah. like easily the party starts taking a back bus. If, if, back someone, to back seat, back if seat. someone says like last like last weekend was a movie, you know like yo run. <laughs> yo dog, last weekend was a movie stole. Yeah, you're you're like, yo, this is stole. Like, stole. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, all right. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna switch it up a little bit and and get my topic in here. Uh I guess like I was talking with the boys and uh, like, I mean, all of us are boot up to an extent right now. We have like uh, the woman that we're talking to and I feel like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but like the women in our lives are kind of, uh, I don't know that they set the tone for the intimacy, but I like to say they're kind of in charge of it. And, uh, and I might be wrong here, right? This is open for all of us to, to speak on, but like, like just in general, I was thinking like, what did men contribute to intimacy <laughs> like like <laughs> like 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 when i think and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go a little bit deeper here because like when i think about like intimacy and lovey-dovey stuff i i think about getting girls flowers and taking them to a beautiful dinner and, and drinking wine and and going on vacation with my girl and you know like like all of this is like like i don't know that we're doing it because we want to or like we're doing it i mean we are we do want to do this but i feel like these are like email driven activities and i could be wrong in that and i'm very open to being wrong and i'm just thinking like what are the things that like we as men are all like hey like like for example valentine's day it's a very intimate thing like we all think that's a female driven holiday and stuff like that and that's fine like there's nothing wrong with that just in general i'm like excuse me what is like what does a man think 
Do you, that's like intimate. Do you want and this all started because I was telling, sorry, this is the last it. thing about my it. preamble. Uh, I was telling Arya that I wanted to farm this face. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That's a sign of intimacy. <laughs> intimacy from me yeah. too. <laughs> All right. That's just, your, that's, that's just your love language. It kind of is. That's just your love language. Do you want, do you want the deep? I, I can give you like a deep answer. Something introspective. Sure, sure, sure. Or I can give you like a surface Wait, answer. Before you say that, can you guys just both. break down intimacy a little bit more? Because like, I that, guess I'm a little bit confused about that's that, what specifically we're talking about. Because I'm like, what? I, I, I kind of had an idea of how to approach it. So I was like, okay, if I go the deep route, the intimacy is essentially the way I'm approaching it is intimacy on a relationship level. So your connection to that person yeah. on a deeper level. Okay. Right. So for example, like on a deeper level, you know, like male intimacy is providing a sense of safety and protection yeah. and compassion, you know, and, and essentially just being like, yeah, like safe, a safe space. That's like the most intimacy that a man can or not the most, but like one yeah. of the, I guess the biggest ones that a man can give on a deeper level. Right. And then we can go back and forth if it's kind of the more surface level thing, which is essentially just like sex and yes, I, things like farting in your face. I, <laughs> I like, I actually like that definition a lot, right? Where it's like, well, like a man is the person who provides like that framework, safety yeah. structure, all, almost all that stuff. And by the way, like this is only like, I want to preface this with like, we're talking about like, our understanding of a traditional relationship, right? Like I can only speak yeah. for like myself and my own experiences in this. Like, you know, I'm not bi, I'm not gay. So I, I don't know how those relationships go. But like mm. when we think about like a traditional, like, like male, female, like monogamous relationship, the way I always think about it is like, you know, girls can be loving and they can say, you know, like they can set all of these like great things, but it's like, they're not going to be able to, if they're worried. They're not going to be able to if they feel like, you know, their livelihood is threatened. They're not going to be able to do if they feel unsafe. And then that, in, a, in a sense, like that's up to the guy to kind of provide, right? The structure. You know how there's that saying where it's like you give a girl a, ho- a house, she'll turn it into a home. Well, your job yeah. is to give her the house. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like, the, again, this is the traditional mindset, right? Of like intimacy in a way. No, I, I, I totally agree with both of what you guys are saying. And I feel like that came to my mind. But then the the what what immediately follows that's not quantifiable. No, like, does it need to? Be? Like I mean, like, huh? Does it need to be? I don't know that it needs to be. Right. Like I don't think that it does. Like and and that's why I'm like I love like I, I brought it up because like I feel like I was thinking about Valentine. Like this was around Valentine's Day when this topic came up and. And I was like, I mean, like, how do you celebrate men protecting women or providing safety? Like, how do you celebrate that? Sucking their dick. I don't know that it needs to be. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I don't think that's one of those things that's celebrated, right? It's like one of those things that if it isn't there, it's a shit show. But it's if it yeah. is there, that's the way. It sh- the way it's, that it's celebrated yeah. is how much a woman respects you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how it's celebrated. Right. So it's like you'll notice it. Right. If you don't make a woman feel safe, feel secure, feel protected, she's not going to respect you. Yeah. I, why, I can't, why can't that be enough for women, too? Why can't I just respect her? <laughs> she feels really. <laughs> 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 Babe, you got my respect. Well, I, I, guess, <laughs> I, guess, I guess your respect is just expected to be shown more like actively in a way. 
okay, yeah, like I get it. Okay, <laughs> like, uh, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Like, let's let's. I'm just, I'm just, we're we're just fucking ready. <laughs> okay, but keep keep this in mind, right? Like, it's like let's 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 be clear that just because it's not celebrated does not mean you don't reap the rewards of it. Like, you reap the rewards of it in Which your. Comes in sex. Sorry, what do you mean? Do you say? But that's not the reward. Like you're, I, I understand you're saying that, but that's, that's not part really of the, the reward, reward, right? That's part of that's subscript. That? That's subscript right. B in the fine print. Look, bro. Like, you, listen, man. Like, it, why is it? Why is it special to like, you know, like have sex with someone you love? It's because like there's someone you love. It's someone that you genuinely care about. And you want them to love you, and then that, they're giving that to you, right? It's so different from like a person you just hook up with and you're just attracted to them and they're attracted to you or they might just have a lot of issues and you know that's their way of coping with it but beyond the point it's fundamentally different I think it's like a it's an act but it shows something deeper and I think like in a way it's like one of those things where like you reap the benefit of what you do even if you're not celebrated for it and you kind of just have to be fine with it I'm going to bring in an example and I really know this is going to be like extrapolated in a way in a bad way. Oh, great. But I hope you guys can see the root of the point. So the root of the point is like when you're a manager, right? What you're expected to do is if your team makes a mistake, you take the responsibility for it. And if your team has a win, you give all the credit to the team and not yourself. Right? But you get all the credit though. You sh- Okay, I guess. Let's, let's not look do. at it from that standpoint, right? I'm saying... Look at it from like a coach yeah. standpoint. Sure, yeah, yeah. Look even that, a coach right? standpoint. Coaches get fired for losing. That's a good example. I think that's a better example. Like, a coach, you know, like, they can do everything right. They won't be really celebrated. But ultimately, they still reap the rewards of the good things they do, right? Like, ultimately. like, um, And I feel like it's one of those cases. And I, I want to be clear as well, like, I think it depends on a relationship to relation basis. Like, for example, out of the three of us, I can say that for me, like, I think I exhibit some more feminine traits than the two of you guys, right? So one of those things might come in the point of like, I like to express my affection in more like things that would be seen as feminine, like planning, you know, these type of things or showing my love through like very like specific little gestures, which might not be seen as the most masculine, right? But as a result, my partner might have different masculine traits that accompany me. Like for me, my partner provides me a lot of comfort and it helps like she helps me like boost my like confidence and positivity in that way. She provides me like security in a different way that's like not financial and not like, you know, like not in the traditional like emotional security. Exactly. Right. So it's like one of those things where it's ultimately there's just a balance. Like I think each partner that works, they balance each other out well. Whether it's whether you choose to categorize that as like masculine versus feminine or like, you know, like whatever you choose to categorize that as. Um, and there's certain traits I think that are just more celebrated because they're more tangible, because they they're like actions and they're words and they're gifts, right? Whereas other ones are more intangible. They're like background stuff, I guess. They're just stuff that should happen. And if you're a person who exhibits more of those things, like you're gonna be less celebrated, like public right but also think about this like in a way like if we're talking about a traditional masculine feminine thing it's like isn't the like whole thing it's like oh if guys do anything it's like wow like look at him he's such a good boyfriend it's like oh wow he you oh, chose yeah. to you cooked a meal for your bare girlfriend min- bare minimum oh, standards bare minimum right like standards. but like think about that too right like in that way like it is kind of like even it's like you know if you're a guy and like you cook a shitty meal for your girlfriend it's like 
most times society's like, whoa, like he's so caring. Like he, he went the extra mile. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like that's not something that that's we contribute to the sea. Like we're just doing what what women do. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like men, like men didn't contribute that to intimacy. Like we're just doing what women contributed to intimacy. Like a woman cooking for you is like one of the most. That's what men want. We think it's a form of intimacy. So if you cook for your girl, which is fine. Yeah. Again, I think we've we've answered the question. I just think men can't complain when we get underwear and perfume for presents all year round anymore, okay? Like, like we, just, we just gotta eat it because I just gave us a floor and we said nothing, okay? Like, but, like, I think you guys are right, though. Like, and again, I don't think it's a problem. I just, I just, like, I was just laughing at the fact that, like, I'm satisfied. Like, we're making fun of my face. But, <laughs> but man, see, like, this, this truly, like, on a deeper note, this really goes back to, like, a conversation we had, like, a couple of weeks, maybe, like, a month or two back. It's like, if you're in a relationship, you really just have to expect to give everything and expect nothing because you want to be with this person like genuinely like and i think that's what's really kind of fucked about the the modern dynamic it's like it's about like what i want it's like i want this i want to be seen with someone's hot i want this type of satisfaction but like i think the root of relationships that really work is like i care about this person to this way where like i'm gonna take a risk like i don't know if this is gonna work out and i'm gonna give myself i'm gonna give everything and I don't know if it's like, you know, like, I don't know if how that's going to turn out. And like, in a more abstract way, girls do that for us too, but it's in a way that we can't understand, right? Like we're looking at it only from our standpoint and it's like kind of, in some ways it's impossible to really understand the female perspective. But like, I think that's what it is at the end of the day. Like you can't go into a relationship, not giving everything and expecting nothing. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, you're going to be disappointed. You. You're going to be disappointed yeah. no matter what. Right. And it's like, obviously, we, we we joke around and talk about all of these things, but I think it's fundamentally different the way we act in these type of relationships. And, like, that's how, what it no. has to be. Like, I don't know, like... No. And you know, I like, Ari is actually the most experienced in this area, so I'm curious to hear, hear his thoughts. But, like, yeah, like, me and D had this conversation, like, a couple, like, well, months ago, like, on a Friday. We were just, like, chilling out and talking. Yeah. You know, I'm like, like, you, you, know, you, are, you are pretty right, man. Like, it's, it's a matter... Like, every relationship is a matter of sacrifice. It's just, like... How much are you willing to sacrifice for that one person? You know, then it's the relationship will succeed and succeed and succeed until the level at which either one of you are willing to sacrifice is no longer matching. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, when things start to fall true. apart, right? That's when you start to prioritize yourself a little bit more. The other person feels it, you know, but I will say like, there's a lot of things that like men do for women, women do for men. And there's a lot of expectations these days about how you have to be the perfect partner and everything like that. And you can't really find the perfect partner. And that's kind of where Luke's point like really makes sense. You know, you got to just put up with shit sometimes that you don't like because the other things make it worth it. So, yeah. you know, people posting on social media, they, they, they stay single, they, they go ghost. And then as soon as they get like a guy, right? I, I'm talking, I, I, the, the specific women I'm talking about, like know exactly who they are. Is <laughs> they go online and they start posting like, oh, like my man does this and he does this and he does this and he does this. Never settle. You know what I mean? I was like, you woman are still thinking about your ex. Okay, that's what you're doing when you're saying something like that because you're just comparing to what you didn't have before. Fact yeah. of the matter is, you're out here lying and telling everyone that this man is perfect when he's yeah. in fact not. You know, and then you ruin it for the rest of us. Because we're not perfect, but now everyone expects us to be perfect. No, they expect that, man. And it's like, you can do everything perfect. 
for for a minute. That's not going to last forever. And the moment one thing slips up, mm. the moment there's a chink in your armor, you know, there it is. And, the hey, wall man, comes you, crumbling down. I think, you know what, people will go through, like, if you expect perfect, you're going to be disappointed a lot. You know what I mean? And eventually, like, you'll you'll find eventually if you if you expect perfect my my opinion is if you expect perfect later on down you go when things aren't perfect things don't work out you're actually the one who's going to end up settling right yeah because it's like you still want the only reason you're accepting that someone's not perfect is because you've exhausted everything right you can expect that earlier on you can actually look for people who fill the gaps in the places that you like you know what i mean and you're really like taking that active decision at that point it's a very important realization to come to, especially when you're in a relationship, is what are you willing to put up with, you know? Yeah. If if the world was 100% in our control, it would be possible for people to be perfect. But it's just like, this is like a multiplayer game, you know? Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. just like, it, like things are not going to go according to your plan. Like, this everyone like, has their own agenda. Mm-hmm. It's it, You're not going to be able to be a perfect person. This is like getting, like, spawn killed on, like, right it's like like, you think about this right like let's say you want to do something you want to be nice and you want to do something sweet for your girlfriend and you're going home on the subway and then like some guy comes up to you he's like yo you're a fucking ugly piece of shit eh Uh, you're like huh like what like what did i what did i do to deserve that and then like all of a sudden you're like fuck and then you're walking and your parents call you and they're like oh you never call us like you're such like a you're like like why do you never call us like you're mistreating us and you're like ah oh, fuck like I'm a shitty person yep. and then now you get home and your girlfriend's like going off about something you're like fuck like like you know like I love you but it's like right now like I'm not in a good headspace and it's like you're yeah. coming at me and it's yeah. like what is like fuck like I like I can't do this right now right and it's like one of those things where like if we understood where our partner's headspace at and if we could control our headspace perfectly like. It would go well, but like this, that's not how things work, right? You know, we can control what? how we react yeah. to things. That's all. Yeah, that's yeah, honestly like what it comes down to, right? Like, if you want to like give and take in a relationship, the sacrifice is your reaction. Just listen. If you listen first, it really solves a lot of problems. You're right. I wanted to wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this up. Like we we hit the nail on the head. We kind of like went to like Cornyville for a bit, which is good because that's probably like where we needed to go. But my summary or like the way I'm going to wrap this up is we need to have a gay couple on the podcast. Oh, like, a gay man couple? Man. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, man, yeah, man. We and we do. need to ask them like, hey, like what what is intimacy to you and how did you contribute to like each other's intimacy? Dude, like, honestly, you know I, mean? I feel like it would be a whole leg up in like our uh, like our podcast, like like life after. It would bring like, cause you know what it is? Like we, like, I think like we, as a group, we know tons of people who are bi. Like, I, like I won't maybe speak for uh, like for the two of you, no, but yeah, I, I've, I've known and I've, I've also dated tons of people who are bi. So it's think, like, I don't think I know like a pure gay couple. Right. Like I, I don't think I know like a I lesbian know, or I know that I know purely gay. Like, I, and we went to view Ottawa, which is like, you would think like we would have one gay friend, right? Like, fuck. And you know what it? And you know what it is. We went to Telford. So like D is the D really the one that's like, like maybe you should have done better because it's like we went to Telford, bro. I don't think I, like that's very inclusive. No, like, like, what does that have to do anything? I'm talking. It's only the kids in comms that should be, like I was not in comms. Alright, fine. Let's start going down this rabbit hole, guys. Please. Okay. He calls me out. He's like, I should. Is that offensive to say? Like, I feel like. 
How many eng or science kids do you know that are like gay slash bi? Man, my This is why I didn't want to go. Okay. I, I again, I okay, and again, I understand it's a touchy subject. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to speak to this on my own perspective. I don't know any people in the sciences who are gay. Yeah, well, I, I do know people in the sciences who are bi, but like not gay. Okay, yeah, maybe we just don't know enough people yeah. in the sciences. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we don't know enough people. But yeah, no, that's a great way to to end the episode. <laughs> We had such a graceful exit, and this is what we decided to go on. <laughs> I mean, to be, so today, yeah, yo. we were talking about the most wholesome things, like we we're talking about like coming around as men and like doing relationships right. And the, okay, anyways, what, I mean, are, you, what, what on, are your community highlights? We started off on beer pong, so I'm not gonna like beat ourselves up too bad. <laughs> oh boy, oh, community highlights time. Oh. Yo, shout out to uh, shout out the the new um oh my god. Forget it. I forgot. Gonna... I, I honestly had no idea where you were going with that. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, the new Don Toliver album. That's what uh, okay. Out. Okay. Do you yeah, want to give your other shout outs then? Uh that's it. That's all I have. New yeah. Don Toliver. It's dope. Uh I'm gonna shout out two things. So again, I, I almost never this is the second cooking tip I've done on this podcast. The first one, as a reminder, is rubbing your bread with cloves of garlic. I do remember but, that. I remember that. But this is an equally important tip. So as you guys know, I am a horrible baker. I suck at baking and like I never do it because I suck at it. So I, anyone I wanted to like bake for my company <laughs> and I decided to reach out to actually Brother Tofu, who was one half of Kukatista. Okay. If you remember back in the day, like uh, this uh, this guy we used to know, like, and he's like one of my foodie friends, I guess, like on my influencer wave, whatever. So I messaged him and I was like, "Yo, like every single cookie I bake is a rock. Like, how do we fix this?" And he was like, two things. One, like when you do cups of flour, a lot of times people don't realize this, but like gravity, like those, like those cups of flour are more than a cup because the 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 cups usually end up getting packed. And they, they sink. So it's more condensed. So what you should do is weigh out by scale. And then the second thing he told me was, um, sorry, he or they um, told me was, um, when you make your cookie dough, it's important to let it hydrate at room temperature or in the refrigerator for at least 30 minutes. Because when you mix in the wet ingredients with the flour, it doesn't like mix right away. So it takes like a little bit of time for it to hydrate. So basically... To sum up the two tips, use a scale instead of cups for the flour specifically, and then let your dough hydrate for 30 minutes to an hour in the fridge or at room temperature. Made a huge, huge fucking difference. So shout out to him. And then the other shout out I'll give is uh, to Bone Shaker by... Uh, fuck, I should know this. Oh, fuck, it's downtown Toronto. What is it? They make Space Invaders. Fuck. I don't want to. I know it's on the label, but I don't want to read it. Fuck! What is it? Wait, is it even on here? Oh, Amsterdam Brewery. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I wasn't even it was close. There, I, it was on it was, in big writing. I was too. not gonna get it. I'm not gonna lie. But like, yeah, Amsterdam Brewery, Bone Shaker. Okay, the lockbox. Uh. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. F1 Drive to Survive. New season. I, ha- I have to, man. I've shut it out every single season on this podcast. So, like. True. I was going to say, I guess, I haven't been listening to music as much. Like, no new music. I'm kind of lost that wave for now. Um, full Swing. Uh, the golf stuff on Netflix. Maybe more than that. Um, I mean, I, I shouted out a show like at the start of the podcast. I forget what show it was, but whatever. Listen back. <laughs> uh, at the start of the highlights, I shouted it out. Oh, fuck y'all. And yeah, that's about it. Bye. True. All right. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us through this journey of Pong and relationships and gays. And bathroom antics. <laughs> and bathroom antics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love y'all. It's, it's been your boy, Ari. I'm here with Luke. I'm here with Lockbo. And until Are we allowed to time, say gays? Yeah, we're allowed to say gays. I mean, we said it several times, so I think it's a bit too late. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's not a yeah. bad word. <laughs> I'm making sure, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been your boy, Ari. I'm here with Luke. Next time, one love. One love, kids. Wow.